He's done so much stuff. I mean, it's a shame because really, I mean, we could be here for another like two hours. hours. You know, he's done yeah. so many awesome shows. You know, he mentioned, I mean, the Jesus Christ Superstar or he mentioned the um, American Idiot, Authority Modern Millie. I mean, We Will Rock You. We didn't even talk about We Will Rock You. So, no, I know. Um, or Greece. Or Greece, yeah. But yeah, incredible guest. You guys are going to really enjoy it. And we, uh, we can't wait to show you, uh, we can't wait to show you on the episode. So uh, here he is. Hello. Yes, and uh, welcome to the uh, the show show. Getty, you're supposed to join me on that. Yeah, That's but you kind of just went rogue. You went without me. You just yeah, did but it. no, but you no, but every, oh, okay. All right. At least yeah, all right. try. We're still not good at it. Oh yeah, okay, fine. I apologize. Okay, ready? <laughs> Three. Yeah. Right. Welcome to the the show show. show. Right. I mean, what right. is the point? <laughs> What's the point? Oh, like, why bother? Oh, the delay. There's a delay. Oh, there is a delay. There we go. Because I thought so. Because to me, that was perfect. It was perfect. It was like so on time. So... now, some of, some of our listeners are probably wondering, who, 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 who is that? Well, they're not, because his name's on the title. Um, <laughs> every, every, every show. Um, but we have a fantastic uh, guest this week, our first featured guest on the show. So it's quite the honour. Um, uh, Getty, would you like to, uh, to introduce our guest, please? Yes, our guest this week is none other than the West End phenom, Lucas Ross! <laughs> yes! Hello! Clap, clap, clap. Hi! Applause. applause. Hello, Lucas. How are Hi. you? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, you know. Oh, there doing, he is. He's there it is. On. There's the, he's just put the, the Shea cap on. Just because, uh, yeah. I mean, it's great over the earphones. <laughs> um, yeah, doing okay, doing okay. You know, surviving through these these strange times. Interesting times. times. Yeah. 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 How are you, how are you getting on? How are you- oh, I'm all right. You know, um, same as everyone, really. I guess. Uh, I'll, I'll probably talk about this later, but it's really weird for me because you know, I you know, I did Evita in China in Wuhan. Mm. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I feel like, was it a year? Well, how long has this been now? It's basically, it was kind of like, it was kind of January, because I remember I went to New York and we were all like, and they just had the, like, the post. Oh, so did I. We were, we were both there at the same time. I think. Yeah, I think we were, yeah. And yeah. um, and remember they had the, the things up in the airport and people kind of just read them and were like, oh, <laughs> that's yeah. that virus going about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not going to affect us. And then literally like four weeks later, you know, the West End was... Remember when the West End was told to close and then the insurance companies were like, no, we're not paying out. Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. It seems like so long ago, but at the same time, it seems like only yesterday. It's very strange. Mm. Weirdest year. It's been the weirdest year, hasn't it? But strange. yes, I'm doing all right. Good. Um, Glad to surviving. hear it. Glad to hear it. Okay, so this is a brand new section of the podcast because it's our first featured guest. This is uh, called Getting to Know You, where we get to know our guest. 
but yeah, I mean, I'm currently staring at your beautiful face on both on Zoom, but also on on your your site, your website. You've got a very oh nice, lovely, lovely headshot there. Nice very size. professional thanks, website. Thanks. I know it's I look nice. nothing like it now. <laughs> I'm looking very up. clean cut. I know, right? But you're but you're like just... a man of transformations because I, 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 I like I'm looking that, at this, yeah. and then when I went on, I mean, let's just let's just do it. Why not? Let's have a look here because I I was looking at your Saint Jimmy. Your Saint Jimmy ones are awesome. It's a bit mad, isn't it? It's a bit mad. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was, yeah. I really went, I went all in for that because that was my, mm. that show was my like dream. I, I, I sort of when I when I was a teenager, I was obsessed with Green Day, musical theatre, and Green Day. Mm-hmm. So I, I always thought, oh, Green Day would make the most amazing musical. Like if they, if they did, especially American Idiot, it was my favourite. And um, it happened. It actually happened. Um, but I could never, I could never listen to the Broadway cast recording or, or watch anything about it because I was just too jealous that I wasn't in it. <laughs> um, and so then when it came to London, but it was a re, sort of, uh, Im- imagined version of it. Um, and Raki, who is a, a good friend of mine, um, was doing it. I was like, I have to get in on this. I have got to get in on this. Um, and I auditioned and got it and the creative license that we were given for that I just decided to go all in and I said on the on day one I was like give me the give me a Mohican give me everything you want to give me like I want to go in it looks so good I want to live this and I had that I looked like that for basically two years um, it was just do you bizarre. shave your head for it or did, were you already yeah. like that you shaved your head for it nice. no shaved my head for it dark bleached it blonde all of that yeah and how did they get the mohican like they, did that did that just they glue that on before i had to like... put that up because no i had to i it's this is, obviously it's my hair it's all my hair but um i had to do it what? it was in a quick that's change your I had that's your all, hair I had, that's all my that's all my hair i thought yeah, that was like uh i thought Wait, that was no, like no, a no. I don't know, like something stuck on the top because it's no, so I, high. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> um, got to be the spray. Got to be. I said that before, and they're like, "What do you mean?" It's another sponsor. Like, yeah, yeah. There we go. Product placement. Um, it's. Uh, I had four minutes. I think we timed it um, because I was ensemble at the beginning, um, and then I had to, I had to run off. Um, in, in I had like a num like four minutes to go from this. Geeky. Actually, I have the glasses. I was wearing the glasses from, hang on, just stay there. <laughs> Not that you'd be going anywhere. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm using these, these are, the, these are the, yeah. the exact glasses that I wore in, uh, in American Idiot at the beginning with like this hat. I was like this geeky, like, and then this came off. The, the, the hat came off and I had four minutes to get the thing up and get all the costume on and, and everything. It was mental. Wow. Love that. That's it. Wow. really cool. I, I mean, it looks yeah. amazing. I really, I genuinely thought it was just like a stuck on wig thing. Because, nope. um, and I watched your, I watched your uh, uh, Western Life performance as well. You, so you were in a band with Newton Faulkner. He said that. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah, cool. How did you know that? Yeah. Because he said well, it actually, the, I... the, on the Western Life thing. And I was like, oh, that's, ah. that's awesome. Yeah. So actually what happened with that was um, I hadn't spoken um, to Sam for ages. Sam is his real name, by the way. Um, <laughs> hadn't spoken to him for, for a long time, but I um, knew that they were looking for someone for American Idiot. And at that point, I was the resident director as well. Like I said, I went in on that show and it mm-hmm. became my life. 
Um, so yeah, I ended up becoming the resident director as well as being in it. And we were casting for the next tour and I knew that he wanted to get into theatre again because I, I went to Italia Conti with him. So I knew that he was originally in that sort of, uh, or that was originally what he was going to be doing. Um, but yeah, I used to be in a band with him when I was at Conti's. I mean, to be fair, we were absolutely bloody awful. <laughs> it was so bad. We were so bad. Sam was, um, was a bass player. I was a guitarist and singer and my friend George was on the drums and it, we, we were really bad. I'm just going to read out just so our listeners, I mean, they've probably uh, we'll put this in the bio, but some of the shows you've done, I mean, you've done We Will Rock You, um, yeah. Grease, Saturday Night Fever, Cabaret, Jesus Christ Superstar, The World Arena Tour, which yeah. it must have been amazing, American Idiot, Thoroughly Modern Millie, and of yeah. course, Evita. I mean, that's a pretty... That's a pretty incredible, crazy good uh, CV. <laughs> He's done all right, I done all right. Not bad, no, I, 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 um, yeah. I had the pleasure of being in rehearsals for Rock of Ages a couple of times. I don't think we actually spoke. Oh. Um, I came in. I, I kind of oh. sat with them, um, Bar- Barney Ashworth, for a bit. Um, right. Okay. Okay. Just yeah. to kind of see how see how these things kind of go. I vaguely do just, remember, yeah. And I just, I remember seeing, just watching you do your thing and being like, that, I mean, the fact that this guy is doing this like this in a rehearsal, like not even, oh, no one here. You're very sweet. There's no one here. <laughs> and yet he's doing it like this. I was just like, this guy is incredible. What was your, what was your favourite show? I mean, that's probably a difficult question. Um, I would have almost to. Almost memorable. I, I would say my, of all of them, the one that, like for the reasons I was saying earlier, American Idiot is the one that will always, it always felt like I, I, I there was not one show that I didn't adore do, doing that. I loved it. I loved it. I loved being the resident director on it. I loved performing that part every night. I love the music. I love the design of the show, um, Racky's direction, um, everything about it. So American Idiot. Um, but there were, you know, there are other things about other shows I loved. I did I did enjoy Rock of Ages a lot, mostly because it was I had a lot of freedom to interact with the audience. You could never mark it. You could never uh, just press play, you know. And I always had to be a little bit alert in case someone shouted something out, or you know. And, and that terrified me actually. That really scared me at the beginning because I'm not really used to that. So I had to really sort of challenge myself. So that was great. Was that? Long? Uh, Lon- yeah, Lonnie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll um, say as as I said when I was sitting in that room, I like you saying that you were that that challenged you makes me just go, what? <laughs> that just looks so. Oh, that's natural. really lovely. Like, oh, it, like that's genuinely, really looks... regardless, regardless of like th- this podcast, so funny. That, watching you in that rehearsal genuinely sticks with me. Just as someone who, as you oh, said, mate, just honestly, that really that's. It was, um, do you know it's so that's so funny because it's gen genuinely like so much of it is worked out. For, like I have. It's really weird. Like I like with with regards to being in the in the moment and like people shouting things out. Okay, if I know that there's someone in the audience who's who's being rowdy and is shouting things out, I'm terrified because I'm like, oh my god, I have to think on my feet. If I'm if I don't know that and I'm in the situation and someone shouts something out, I immediately come back at them and it doesn't bother me. It's the anticipation of knowing that I'm going to have to think yeah, that scares yeah, me. Yeah. So and I, and and obviously after a while you have things in your back pocket that you can pull yeah. out and it makes it sound like you're really quick but actually it's because someone shouted it out before and you go away <laughs> that night and go damn I wish I'd have said da 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 
And then the next time you do it, they do it, you're like, da 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 da, and everyone thinks you're wonderful. It's great. <laughs> but it's all <laughs> gimmicks. I, I guess, guess that's the, what comedians do, isn't it? That's what yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. And also, I guess the difference between like from watching you on, um, you know, Western Live and like how much you commit to the because these roles are like kind of um, heightened, aren't they? Like those two. Yeah. So it, I guess it does help because you're completely in that. So all that like yeah. self doubt and stuff about oh I have to reply to that you're just this person. Yeah. It does make yeah. it easier to just come up with like a bit of a. Yeah, I've always point. yeah I've. Yeah, I think that's um I guess yeah, I guess that's true. I've I I do I do sort of sounds so wanky and I'm fully aware, but it's the truth. I do uh like sort it. of meld I do sort of meld with whatever character I'm playing. Like my mm. that's why this weird this lockdown has been really weird because I'm like, I don't know who I am. <laughs> I'm not playing a character, I'm just like who am I? Um, so yeah, I kind of do sort of take on a little bit of, of the, the personality. So um, that's why I kind of like going all out with the costume and the look. So, you know, with the hair, I was a punk for two years. That is just, that is just who I was. Uh, doing Mrs. Mears, I had the long nails. I had, um, I was always in makeup and I was just this incredibly camp human being for, um, for however long I did that, I think a year as well. Uh, Lonnie, I had the, the tash. I was an 80s porn star for a year, <laughs> you know. Um, so, yeah, I do kind of meld with whatever I'm doing and I and I love it. But you're right, it does give you licence to mess up or not mess up, but anything, yeah, anything you do, you're responding as that character. Well, I think so. it's that, that self-consciousness, like, kind of disappears, yeah. doesn't it, when you're, like, properly in it, which you clearly are. Uh-huh. I love that you were Gavroche. Yeah, okay, that actually was my favourite gig of all time. That really was. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, well, because that was that was back, and this is no no offence to anyone who's done you it. You don't have to say a Le- year. You don't have to say a year if it's... Uh... No, it's fine. It's, that was in 1995, right, when... And this is no offence to anyone who's done them as, since. It's a wonderful show regardless. But back then, it was a very different beast at the, at the Palace Theatre. It was sold out every night at the Palace Theatre. Everything was bigger. The orchestra was bigger. Um, that staging of that show, the, the, the one back at the Palace, will... I, don't get me wrong, I love the new one as well. I do. I really do. I think it's beautiful. But there's something about that original production that will... No show will ever do that. Again, I don't think mm-hmm. to me the way that one did. Um, yeah, so Lemis Lemis was a very very special show to me, big time. And I'm actually kind of glad I never did it as an adult. Um, how did you How did you get into that? To. How did you get into the the Gavroche part? Just all I was just obsessed. I've been I've been obsessed with um with theatre since the age of seven. That sounds so weird. But um, I walked on stage uh, when I was seven years old at the Hackney Empire. Again, this sounds so wanky, but it really is true. I walked on stage at the Hackney Empire because I was doing um, Panto, or Tosca, actually. I was a choir boy in Tosca, the opera. And um, I walked on stage and just immediately went, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. That sounds so wanky, but it's true. Um, And I did, and I did. And it was always about working towards getting back there. Um, So I just really, I auditioned for everything when I was a kid. Um, uh, My mum was very supportive. brilliant absolutely brilliant uh got into stage school and then had to get funding and all of that so yeah um got a scholarship thankfully because I never would have been able to we never would have been able to send me there my mum was a single parent uh nurse at the NHS 
clap, clap, clap. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I remember I was up for Oliver. Oliver, that was it. Oliver was auditioning, um, and it was a huge like we're auditioning every boy in the country for um, Oliver at the Palladium, and I think I did something like God it must have been between eight and ten rounds. It was like wow. really wow. stressful, and then I got cut just right at the end. It was brutal. It was brutal. I was like 10 years old and I was devastated, actually devastated because I just, I just messed up. I didn't take a direction at age 10. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I just, I was really nervous and messed yeah. up and didn't get it. I was up for Dodger and Oliver and I just messed up once and they were like, okay, Lucas, thank you. That's all we need from you. <laughs> Done. Um, and then I got them is instead. So, yes. Oh, there we go. Better. Much better. Yeah, there we, go. we do love lame is. Really weird. How, how long were you Gavrosh? How long were you, was it a year? Is it a year contract? Is it the same for kids or is it? No, is it no, I think it was about eight months. Okay. About eight months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was, and it was, these are back, this is back in the day when um, things were, were very different. So there was still the rule that it had to be shared by three, three yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. boys, but one of them broke his arm and God. the other one got a part in a film, so broke his contract. <laughs> so they just said to me, can you just do all of them? Um, wow, and, okay. Wow. But, I mean, that would never be allowed to happen now. Just wouldn't. No way would that be allowed to happen. But they just said, um, uh, and actually the manager ended up being the, being one of the managers on the Jesus Christ Superstar tour after. So I worked with her years later and I said, I didn't imagine that, did I? That really happened. She went, no, no, that really happened. Kate was her name. They asked me to come in and if anyone, which never happened, if anyone came to inspect or, you know, just check, I had to say I was, my name was either Jeremy Levitsky or whatever. So you did eight yeah, shows a week? At one point, yeah. Wow. For a good, for a few, oh, wow. For a few, intense. For a few that weeks. Wow. It was only for a few weeks, but it was, yeah, I loved it. Oh, I it bet great. you loved that. Imagine, yeah, imagine saying to, say. to a 10 year old, like, Sorry, you can't go to school. You've got to go and perform in the West End. In front right. Of a thousand people. Nothing will ever top that. Because when you're a kid as well, you don't have all the all the other rubbish, like yeah, you know, yeah. the, 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 the politics. Well, the, the, and all the ego that. as well, like, because you're just yeah. like, you're just, oh, a kid, I'm just having they... a laugh. Like, this doesn't really matter. I haven't exactly. got to pay my rent next week. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. And I, I just used to love it. I used to sit there. I used to get told off because I just used to sit side stage and watch it every oh, single night. Of course, I loved yeah. It. I just loved it. And then I went to Italia Conti for oh, eight yeah. years. I did it at Italia Conti in the end. The good thing about Contis is that you can work as part of the course. It's one of the, you know, the way when you go to drama schools, you, uh, yeah. you're yeah, not yeah, allowed yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah. Um, Contis was different. You could, go off and work like when we were in school we were all in the harry potter films so we'd go off and you were a gryffindor yes when you? i saw you I was, a gryffindor. I was a gryffindor yeah mm. I, well i was a gryffindor and then i went back for the fourth film and i was a slytherin but i did one scene and quit i hated it i absolutely hated being an extra I really couldn't. Do oh, I thought it. you were going to say you you couldn't possibly be a slytherin. That's just be a slytherin. No. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Couldn't I'm a slytherdor. I'm a slytherdor. I've decided. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, yeah. So it was a very strange. I've had a very weird weird life. Which leads us, of course, up to the show that we're talking about which we haven't talked about at all, which we haven't actually introduced. Um, okay. Yeah. So this week's letter is. 
Beautiful. <laughs> it gets better every week. Yeah, I'm trying to take one, you take you serious, mm. seriously, Lucas. I, I really am. But every now and again, I do just remember that that <laughs> just is provide you with all I know, right? <laughs> I love it. You know, oh. <laughs> I love it because every now and again, you're like, "Oh, this sounds wanky," and and we do get serious. But, uh, but you know, just at the end of the day. Just yeah. you, mind your problems up. I know it's brilliant, isn't it? I feel I do feel like I need to put this on. Yes, now we're in the Avita. Yeah, now now we're in the Avita. Now world. we're in the Avita section. Yeah. <laughs> Every week we do a plot summary. Uh, Forty-five seconds. Uh, last week I did Dreamgirls, and it took me a long time. I mean, it took me like a minute and twenty it took seconds. Like a minute and twelve minutes, or something. Which is really a minute and twelve seconds. Even. Which isn't, isn't very good. <laughs> Getty's going to do a lot better this week. Um, and Lucas, you can you can you can give your comments Judge, afterwards about. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, but Gaddy, yeah, okay. I'm gonna let me uh, let me get my little little timer. Is it 45 seconds? Okay. <gasps> here we go. We're pros here, Lucas. We're pros. Uh, okay. Ready? Three, two, one. We're in a cinema in 1952. There is an announcement that Ava Peron's death has just happened. Everyone's very sad. Then there's a flashback. Boom. Ava's now in love with Augustine Malgaldi, who's a tango singer, songwriter, who she convinces to let him take her to Buenos Aires. She then quickly leaves him when they get there. Shay then tells of her rise to stardom, and we're introduced to Juan Peron. There's been a massive earthquake, and Peron organises a charity event where he finally meets Ava. They get married in between Acts 1 and 2. There's a lot of political things that happen in between there, but that's just a bit too long for this summary. Ava then speaks to the people from the balcony. It's very famous and she sings. Um, she goes on an EU tour. Peron's government wants to stop her meddling. Shay argues with her about her motives. She then runs for vice president but then is a bit too ill so gets told not to and then she does pull out because then she dies of cancer and her body goes missing for 17 years. Uh, 32 seconds. Uh, sorry, 47 seconds. Um, That's pretty good, I have to say. That was pretty... Yeah. I think it should be told like that. And I think, I mean, because I was the narrator, yeah. so I think I should have just done that every show. That was great. <laughs> so, <laughs> cut costs, wasn't it? Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Andrew you. Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice's Avita told him <laughs> yeah. 47 right, seconds. We should, yeah, we should send them this recording and then they could just play that. <laughs> With Just Daily in the background. Yeah. <laughs> There's Avita. Um, yeah. Of all the sort of sort of sung through musicals, I found this one um, kind of the most complex to follow in a way. Does that make sense? And then you've got Shay, who isn't Shay Guevara, but then is Shay Guevara, but isn't Shay Guevara. It's- well, I found out a lot about that, like doing it, because it was um, mm-hmm. it was uh, that was um, Hal Prince that that wanted that. He just said, that's, that's Shea Guevara. Because, you know, Shea originally was just supposed to be um, a man because Shea means guy. And uh, apparently Hal just said one day, that's Shea Guevara. And Tim Rice was like, no, it's not. They went, yeah, it is. Trust me, it is. And they just made it so. And it, and, and it just, I think it really works. I really like it. I know some people have a problem with it. Um, and I know in the in the in the more recent production, the not the Bill Kenwright one, the one um, the Adelphi. Oh yeah, the, the one that was on Broadway as well with Ricky Martin. Two thousand six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one with Ricky Martin on Broadway, that production, um, that was not done as Che Guevara. 
Shay was just a guy. That that how Prince won. I don't know. It really there was something really wonderful about, especially that fine the waltz between the two of them. I loved doing that. I just loved doing that, especially because all the big stuff was out of the way. So, um, all the big things were done. All the wordy bits were done, and I could just enjoy that last, that last argument with Ava. And it was just so powerful. Those two political figures just at opposite ends of the spectrum just that and the way the way that I don't know if you've if you ever saw the original production the How Prince version did you ever see it so it's I adore it I think it's wonderful um it's especially of its time it might I can imagine because it didn't get the best reviews when it first came out and I can see why it's um it's a very it's a very clever piece of theatre um but you it's not. It's not what people who I guess what, what? people who were going to see an, an, an Android Webber necessarily. It's they, very they political. Exp- you know, very political. You have like, to think a lot. It doesn't. It's, it's, I said this last mm. last last episode, but I think this is really true for musicals. They have to sing. Like the world has to sing. And I don't look mm. at this and I, you know, like Les Mis sings. Like it's so epic. You can kind yeah. of say Phantom of the Opera, obviously, but then you look at this and it. It's really hard to make political stuff accessible and and uh, commercial, and they yeah. managed to do it so well. And they I was really thinking have. this thing, I, I was watching it, and I was just like, um, "Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of unique in that way because you don't get a lot of. I suppose the closest one, in a way, is kind of Miss Saigon in the terms of the political nature of it, I guess. But yeah, and yeah, but oddly, then- oddly as well. I know it's different, but. And I know it's not necessarily political, but I guess we did make it a little bit. Jesus Christ Superstar is the closest I can think of. Mm. Yeah, I know yeah, it's not true, quite actually. political, but it's but it's the set. Oh, they they made it the same way. They did a concept album and then put it together. So the story isn't isn't. It's not. It's it can be quite abstract. Like it can jump about a bit, and it's it's a, a song is more of a theme. It's like lots of snapshots of her life. Um, and and themes about things within her life. Do you know what I mean? I think and that's like, what I was trying to say. You said it much better together. than me. That's what I was trying to say when I literally said, I find this most complicated to follow because it's, yeah, you're right. It's almost like a song cycle. You kind of just jump yeah. between these, these different, these, well, because it's it, an album and it is similar what? to Jesus Christ Superstar in that way. But yeah, I think it they, is. They, they make that pretty clear. I think it's, it's, it's pretty smart. And this was how Prince as well, wasn't it? That the musical chair kind of um, s- sequence yeah. of her rising to power, you know, they make it pretty clear early on that it's like, well, we're kind of just seeing these snapshots of someone who was quite important to this world. You're seeing these like sections. And, and yeah. that's quite hard to follow, especially in like what the late 70s when a musical was yeah, exactly. quite... Exactly. Yeah. Fun. So it didn't get it didn't get great reviews, but people people who got it loved it, and it's so clever. Like that, the whole beginning bit. I don't know if you know about that. They they literally do, uh, as you were just saying, they literally do set it up that way. The beginning is the one of the first shows to use projection like that, um, and they take screenshots. Uh, they took photos of cast members in the opening positions, and there were sort of. Um, they were blasted up on the on the screen and then they would turn into like a negative. They would fade into like a negative. So it was setting you up that this show is going to be snapshots, literal snapshots from her life. I mean, how Prince was very clever. Um, and I guess his intelligence is is so 
I mean, it was so clever. The show, the production that I did was so clever that I, I watch it and now I know what the design of each number is meant to, was, was originally designed for. I think it's wonderful, but I can totally get why people who just went to see a musical, the new Android Webber, were like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Because yeah, it yeah. is complex, and it and it is it's a it's a work of art. It really is a work of art. I think as well, it was it was the first time it was um it was just so clear, a bit like Diana. It was so clear that she was the one that the people loved. Mm. Um, and you know she wasn't she wasn't uh, well educated, and she wasn't you know she didn't she didn't actually know how to speak properly at the beginning. I tell you what is really fascinating is reading her memoirs that she wrote, and I'm saying that in inverted commas, because she actually, there's so much debate about whether she did actually write them or not, um, or whether they were completely edited and and adapted by Perron and Perron's people. But it is a Mm. fascinating read. It is a fascinating read. Um, So I highly recommend that. Um, I've always been fascinated by it. And also Che Guevara, I mean, um, oh, yeah. That was a weird thing about doing this show, actually, is that I did a lot of research on Che, mm. which actually didn't really didn't really need to use because it, even though I'm dressed as Che Guevara, he is also that's just an image. It's not that he necessarily is Che. It's a choice mm. for they said it's a choice for me to make, and there were moments where I felt like it, but then there are other moments where he is just speaking on behalf of the people. Do you rehearse it like segments? Or do you think of it when you're in the room? Do they think of it as a linear story? Because obviously it is a bit abstract. Like, do you treat it that way? Or are you like, no, this is, this is A to B. This is where we start. This is where we end up. Or is it kind of like, this is what you are in this moment. Focus on this. And then when you, we rehearse this scene today, you know, treat them as kind of compartmentalized. Well, do you know sections. what? It was, it was quite a, um, it was quite a, a, a an incredible experience to rehearsal to rehearse this show because unfortunately Hal died on the day uh, like our first day of rehearsals so the oh, wow. um I know so that was kind of epic because uh we were the I, I mean it was kind of that must honor, have been really I mean. emotional actually yeah well me and Jess I mean he was he was quite old and he wasn't very well but me and mm. Jess were the last Evita and Che that he chose uh, which oh was gosh. kind of a lot mm. Yeah, I know. It was wow. crazy. But um, Dan Kuttner, who is his assistant, has been his assistant for years and years and years, assistant slash associate of Hal Prince Productions, and specifically Evita as well, has been his, he's, he's been in charge of it for a very, very long time. But they've been doing this show. It, it's just kept going since the 70s, this production. So they know the show inside out and back to front. They know the best way to, to teach it. They know the best way. It, I, I have to be honest, there were moments in it that were quite set in stone, which I found quite difficult because mm-hmm. I like to sort of, yeah. especially with the shows I've done recently, I've had quite a lot of license, uh, not recently, but just before it, I'd had quite a lot of license to to, to bring my own sort of energy to it. And I, you can bring your own energy to it, of course, you have to. But there were moments where it was like, you have to put your hand on the chair on this moment and you have to point with your hand at this moment and you have to bang on the coffin at this time. But it all worked. It all felt, I, I all felt like I could make that come from me and work. But it it, it was quite choreographed. So, yeah. but having learned all this, in answer 
to your question, yeah, we did do each each number was really spoken about in 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 detail, um, and why it was designed the way it was, etc. Uh, so you had such a good sense of 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 the the reason behind absolutely every little movement and every little thing that it was really it was it felt quite especially having just done rock of ages and um <laughs> yeah. thoroughly yeah. modern millie playing a you know a chinese evil lady like to do something that was that really required thinking a lot mm. um and having these big debates about political like you were just talking about earlier about political um, leaders and, and 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 opposing political leaders and it was it was a lot but it was I just went all in and it was brilliant and in actual fact it meant doing those moves and doing all those things that he specifically directed didn't feel like doing a dance routine it did at the beginning and it took a bit of it took a bit of getting mm. used to but it felt right at the same time you know yeah It's time for this week's quiz. This week's quiz is called On the Night. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that? I can't. What is that? Hang on. Mate, what Hang is on. that? This is what we do every week. <laughs> um, uh, I love it. This, this week's quiz is called On the Night of a Thousand Questions. Okay, so (laughs) normally Getty and I uh, quiz each Mm. other. And as you know, the uh, prize for the winner is a free ticket to a show of their choice. However, this week, because we've got our first featured guest, Lucas Rush. So we are going to uh, quiz our guests and we're going to have a leaderboard. And at the end of the series, whoever gets the most questions right uh, in a minute and 30 seconds, so that's how long you've got, Lucas, um, will get a show show mug. Isn't that nice? Ah, no money. No, no money. <laughs> no money. You, you don't get a free theatre ticket. Okay. Uh, no, uh, show show mug, and <laughs> and good. we'll probably we'll probably we yeah, might nice. throw some goodies in there. We should throw in a ticket. Let's throw in a ticket to a show of their choice. Yeah, why not? I mean, I've just we're breaking the bank. <laughs> okay, Kenny's <laughs> looking at me like Tom. What? We we don't what have any money. <laughs> I've got no money. I've, had I've got no to stop talking. People need what... to. You need to stop me, Gilly. This is your job. You stop me when I. Oh man. Okay. So I mean, Lucas, how, how do you feel about quizzes? Confident? Not confident? I'm rubbish at quizzes, so this will be quite funny. Let's do it. Well, let me All ask right. you another question, though. I mean, yeah. how do you feel about the musical Evita? Love it. Mm. Well, then, then you're gonna. I think you might be all right. You might be all right. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. Who wrote? Avita. Android Rubber and Tim Rice. Correct. Where is Avita set? Argentina. Correct. Yeah. Who directed the original production? Prince. Correct. Who played Shay in the nineteen ninety-six film? Antonio Banderas. Nice. Who played Shay on the original concept album? The trick one. It is Colm Wilkinson. Ooh, yes, yes it was. Okay. Yeah, in baby. what year did it receive the best uh, musical Tony Award? Oh, uh, it's the 70s, sometime in the 70s. I can't remember. 19, I don't know, 1979. I don't know. 
Sorry, not correct. No. Um, Why was this Tony Award such a big achievement? Um, Something to do with Pat Lepone? I don't know. I don't know. Pass. I'll tell you at the end. Yeah. Who originally played a Vita on Broadway? Pat Lepone. Glad you got that one. (laughs) Who played a Vita opposite your Che? (laughs) Jess Daly. Oh, there she is. And uh, (laughs) what does Evita sing? That is actually time. Uh, I forgot to say 10 seconds, but I'll finish because that's what I do. (laughs) So I can't multitask. I'd be a terrible actor. Um, uh, Where where were we? Uh, Who played Evita opposite just yet? What does Evita sing at the start of Act Two? Uh, It is. it won't be easy. You'll think it's strange. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Beautiful. Nice. Correct. Nice. Okay. Good job. Very good. I mean, that was I did quite good. well. What were the ones I didn't get? Um, so the year that the, it won Best Musical at the Tonys, uh, won in 1980. So close. Do you know what I thought it might have been? You, but I did this earlier when we were doing them. I actually, we did a test round. I got it wrong. 1979 is when it opened on Broadway. Yeah. So basically... Yeah. I thought that might be the case. Yeah. I thought that might be the case. That a, oh, well. That was a t- tough one. Tough break. Yeah. And then what was the what was the next it, one, the, Goody? The what was so good about it? I mean, that's quite a... Well... <laughs> What's so it, good about it? They won it. <laughs> well, no, it was the first British musical to win Tony Award. Was it? For was it? The, for mm. Best Musical. Yeah. Oh, wow. The first I British musical to win Best Musical at the Tonys. So How many did they get? get? An eight out I mean, of ten. Yeah, eight. that's very good. That's man. very good. Eight. Very so good. Hopefully, there'll be a, there might be a mug coming your way in a few in a yeah. few months time. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? There are some I other so. interesting facts about this show, though, that I just think we should get out there. For example, for the original production, I didn't know that Madame Tussauds made a wax body double of Elaine Page for when she died for the coffin. Right. Yeah. I. Yeah. I can. That, I didn't that's... know that, but I can believe that because it was. Yeah. It's very. Even the one we had was 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 quite. I mean, it has to, right? It has to look right. It has to look good. Uh, yeah, she was quite scary. We were talking about uh, anything goes, even about how many um recordings that had. Tom, do you remember? Mm. Well, this this eleven, um, wasn't it? It was. It was a lot. It was a lot. We thought it was a lot. Um, 13, there are 25 English albums of Evita. There are 25. Wow. 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 I have a good recording of that and one, there, actually. There are four in Spanish. There are five in German. Wow. There are three in Japanese. And there wow. are two in Hebrew. There are two in Hebrew as well. Hebrew. Oh, my yeah. word. Wow. I know. What's your favourite song and why? So every week we talk about each other's favourite songs. We um, do indeed. Now this, I mean, this is one of the most famous shows ever. Oh, oh my gosh. Hello. Very yeah, I just oh. have to bring him up. I know. Oh, he cannot hear, but oh my goodness. Look wow. how cute. 
He is. There's so much going on on that screen. <laughs> There's so right? much happening. <laughs> Leopard print, Shea, Justinius Vita, and a dog. <laughs> And a dog that was literally just doing the Avita hands. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he'll do it again in a minute. Hang on. Wait, let's see if he'll do it again. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Even on cue. Incredible. Wow. You love, love to see it. It's a doggy. Hi, doggy. Oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> wow. Literally I didn't can, oh, wow. can dance to choreography better than I can. That is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we normally ask our, ourselves the question what is your favorite song? Um, and why but this week we would um we thought we'd ask you lucas to tell us uh what what is your favorite song in evita and why is that the case now it doesn't have to be a song that you sung you sang even it could be any of the songs any of them i from, like from any album I'm, in any language I, I genuinely like a lot of them i really do i like a lot of them I love High Flying Adored because I love singing it. Um, mm. I do love the song that isn't in the one I did. That's on, uh, it's in the film. They brought it back. They put it back in the film. You must love me. No. Um, the, which, the, uh, the one that Chase sings. The, 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 the lady's got potential. It. No, no, it's, it's, I know. Jane. No, that's it. The lady's got potential. Yeah, yeah, that's it. The lady's got potential. Yeah. The lady's got potential. Yeah, it's brilliant. Great song. It's really rocky as well. Yeah, well, this is the thing I, I found when listening to Evita. And when I like Andrew Lloyd Webber at his when I like him the most is when he Rock. writes what he loves. Yeah. And that yeah. is yeah. that stuff. I agree. You know? I agree. I agree. Jesus Christ Superstar is one of my favorite musicals of all time. Yeah, me too. Me too. But yeah. it's because he writes what he loves and you can hear it and you can hear you can hear the Jesus Christ Superstar in Evita as well. And you just Yeah, like, you really can. Yeah, brilliant. I mean that riff, that riff in Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. I do I also love how epic. He wrote it as a rock album. You know. Mm. But um, you know, like that's the way story about that. That's the that's I don't know, like, I mean, people are starting to, especially with uh, COVID, people are starting to kind of go back to that. Mm. But, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just, I mean, that's why it was so popular, wasn't it? Because people, yeah, because it was, ju- it was well, a rock album. And also people, we've had this debate before, but people are always like, um, you know, musical theatre is getting really poppy with like six and stuff. And it's going away from what MT is, or some people might say that. But musical theatre was originally, just pop it anyway. was pop music. Pop. Just in a theatre setting. That's why Absolutely. Andrew Lloyd Webber was so popular. What was your favourite song to perform? I loved the opening. I love the opening. That, um, oh, what a circus. Oh, what a circus. Yeah, I love it. It is good, isn't it? Opening. It is good. It's just so... I was so nervous before it. So it starts with a puff, of, a puff on the cigar. And then the dum 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 and you had to like turn around and sort of smile at the audience and i was always shitting myself at that point <laughs> absolutely mm. shitting myself because it sets up the energy for the whole show and i just always feared that i was going to turn around and go <laughs> like just forget the words or something <laughs> just as soon as that moment was over and i realized that i could I could get through, I could get through that first bit um, 
being as nervous as I was, because I always get nervous, but that once that first bit is done, I'm like, ah, we're good. Okay. And you were saying as well earlier, you said something about the the, the waltz being something you enjoyed kind of performing. <gasps> yes, so. yes, that's right. That's it. That you're right. That's my fa- that was my favorite one to do. That was just so much fun to do. So the idea of that number was um uh originally who was the choreographer the original choreographer i can't remember his name now but the original the original uh, number is just the two of them um opposite each other always this um the same distance like like two magnets mm-hmm. uh, uh the same the opposing you know not being able to touch and the whole number like rocks back and forward across the stage like this and it's just yeah. it's really like intense and mm. um Again, all the big things, all the big wordy bits and, and things I was worried about vocally were, were finished by this point. So I could just really enjoy the anger with her. And mm. it was great. It was really, really great. So that, yeah, you're right. That was my favourite one to do and by far. I think musically, I just think, you know, you can say what you like about Angela Weber, but using a waltz to do that is so smart yeah. because, you it know, really we're, we're, you know, we're, 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 we kind of assume waltzes are these kind of romantic dances between two people and... <laughs> Yeah, you know, like Beauty and the Beast, we were talking about the other day or the other episode. Yeah. You know, they're really nice dances people have with each other. They're fun usually, yeah. or they're really loving. Yeah. But here, you've yeah. got a waltz that is essentially just two people from like completely opposite ends of the spectrum, just like ah, logging yeah. with each other, with this yeah. really swelling orchestra that comes up halfway through. It's, it's actually really oh, it's smart. Wonderful. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah smart. it's really wonderful. I love the waltz. You know. And yeah, I think that's my favourite, actually. Yeah. A dance of death. Yeah. What? Oh, he thought he was being really smart. He thought he was. Being uh, really no, smart. I'm. I. Uh, I just. We. We chuck them out. They might make it in. They might not. What I normally do is I say something like that, and then I crop you laughing. <laughs> it's true. He does. Do um. Uh, every week we do whose line is it anyway where we basically say a line from the show and you've got to guess who says it okay yeah um, it's probably quite an obvious one is it i mean it was sort of uh i mean you know this show's here to make you look good lucas yeah we're not here to tear you down we're here to build you up so i've said okay this is what Getty does to me. He goes, Oh, this is really easy, Tom. You'll, you'll get this easily. And then I'm shit. Uh, but you're not, that's not going to happen to you. Right, ready? I don't expect my, I don't know, she's posh, why not? Um, I don't expect my love affairs to last for long. Never fool it's myself. Yeah. Oh, that, that's easy, right? Incredible. Yeah. That's easy. a beautiful song. That is a so beautiful good. Song. I'm trying to remember your, your CV uh, off the top of my head. Was that the first, like, role of that sort? You, I suppose there's not that many of them, but in terms of, like, I suppose um, responsibility, was that kind of the most responsibility you've had on your shoulders? Or I suppose Lonnie... Well, was- no. The, 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 the other one was another Andrew Webber, was um, Jesus Christ Superstar, because I was Tim's understudy. Uh, of course like, you Tim were. Yeah, of course you were. Which what was... was pretty terrifying mm. <laughs> pretty terrifying because he was incredible mm. um incredible yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and he he wasn't there for a large part of of the rehearsal so i was him for um a solid two weeks 
uh, which vocally as well. I, actually, do you know what? I made a huge mistake. I gave up smoking just before doing it. Ah. And the first week, mm. the first week of that, when I was doing Judas, um, was awful. I was absolutely mm. awful because I didn't know how to use the instrument that I had without smoking. Mm-hmm. So I was all over the place and I will never forget I will never forget the first time I did it was awful so we did the beginning and I'd, I'd gone through the beginning but then Lawrence Connor said um let's just keep going let's just keep going and I was like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god I haven't done this and I was wrecked from seeing heaven on their minds and the next bit was um Matter more than your feet and hair. I could could feel it coming up and I was like, okay, just go for it, just go for it, just go for it. And I will never forget. (laughs) I was like the entire cast. So no one had heard me do it yet. And all the cast were like, oh, I can't wait to hear you do it. Honestly, anyway, I'll just tell you what happened. So there's a cast of like 50 people and I went, Matter more than your I went feet and <laughs> and it was the worst, it was the worst sound I have oh, ever no. made in my entire life. And I will never forget it was sporty spice no. cringing and wincing at the note that you're screaming. Oh, no. It was awful. I will never forget it. So the number so the number finished and nobody came up to me to say, Oh great job, mate. And everyone just kind of oh. walked in different directions. Oh, I went no. behind the set. I went behind the set, put my head in my hands and actually consciously thought to myself, okay, never, it's never in your career. It is never going to be worse than this. This is the most embarrassed you have ever been in your entire life. And it is never going to be worse than this. So there we go. The bar is set. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you. Thank I'm so rambled a lot. It was so good. Bit, but I hope it was so interesting. Can edit some nice bits out. Yeah, we'll we'll. Uh, it might. will probably be ever. I imagine this will be a longer one. Cool. Oh, that was really lovely. No, it was really nice to chat about it. Thank you. I enjoyed that a lot. Lovely. Thanks so much, mate. We'll see you later. Bye, thank you so. Stay much. well. Bye, buddy. Bye. 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 So yeah, that was. Um, that was the that show. Was show. 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 Yeah. Show. A great show. Show. I love having a guest on. Yeah, we should do that more often, hey. We should do that more often. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, as I say, it's just so good to, like, hear about a show from the perspective of someone who's been in it because, you know, we can talk about a show as much as we like in our opinion, but the guy literally heard things, I mean, unfortunately, not from Hal Prince's mouth as he had passed away just as they started mm-hmm. rehearsals, but, but just as good as, do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And, like, to have that on the, here was, has been great and so interesting really amazing i just wanted to listen i was just so happy to sit here and just listen to all his stories for like hours yeah. and hours and hours and the listeners are probably like yeah so do we and <laughs> 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 now we've got these two back um yeah yeah well thank you so much for listening as always follow us at show underscore show underscore pods uh, and send us an email show show pods at gmail.com uh we really would love to hear from you uh uh especially like you know we've got some letters coming up in the future obviously but if you've got any (laughs) things you'd like us to cover or maybe anyone you want us to interview get in touch uh it'd be really great to hear from you and especially if you have a stage fright story of your own we'd love to read it out you don't need to come on if if you're a little bit shy um Mm. you can send it in uh we can read it out on the show as well i've been tom and i've been getty 
And that, that was, a, was Vita. a Vita. Goodbye! Goodbye! Thank <laughs> you.